What are signs and wonders? In Mark 16, verse 20, it says, The apostles went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. On today, we're going to look at the system of signs and wonders and how they work. Make sure you stay tuned. You are listening to Good Treasure Podcast Show with your Bible teacher, Darius Good. He is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center and founder of Good Treasure Ministries. He is the author of the books Unlocking Godly Wisdom, Fear of the Lord, David, Man of War, and the children's book series The Adventures of Rai Rai. For more information, visit the website at dariusgood.com. For more information regarding the church, visit the church's website at bgc.family. And now, here's your Bible teacher, Darius Good. Thank you for joining us on today. You are listening to the Good Treasure Podcast Show. My name is Darius Good. I am the pastor of Bible Gospel Center. Our church's website is bgc.family. You can join us for our Sunday morning services as well as PUSH, which is our Bible studies, which are every Fridays at 6.30 p.m. And that's Eastern Time. You can visit us or join us through our virtual page or you can join us in person. All the information, our address, as well as those links to the virtual page are there on the website. Once again, that's bgc.family. Visit my website when you get a chance, dariusgood.com. You'll see all the books that I've written. You'll see the albums that I have done, as well as information regarding my other show, the podcast show, which is the Divorced Christian Podcast Show, where we minister to Christians who are divorced. So all that information is right there on my website. Once again, that is DariusGood.com. On today, you are listening to episode 25, and the title of today's podcast episode is Signs and Wonders. And we're going to look at signs and wonders, not only in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament to have an understanding of what they are how they work, and how to recognize them. And so let's begin in Mark chapter 16, verse 20. Now, if you're familiar with my teachings, you'll be familiar with the terms that I use, such as systems. Everything is a system. When God creates things, he creates a system of how it functions and how it works. And this would include laws that governs it. This would include steps and rules. And of course, with the idea of steps, um, there's a step one, a step two, and sometimes you can't jump over a step. It has to function in the order that God has instituted it from the beginning. And so everything is a system and signs and wonders are also a system. And so they work a certain way. So when it comes to signs and wonders, let's put these principles in place to understand how they function. Signs are always connected to a word from God. Signs are always connected to a word from God. This means a word has to be given first and then signs follow. That's how that works. So in Mark 16, verse 20, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them 
and confirming the word with signs following. The signs followed the word. So the word always precedes signs. Let's define what signs are. A sign is something given or shown as a guarantee. A sign is something given or shown as a guarantee. Also, a sign might be a small part representing the whole. A small part representing the whole. So in those instances, those are times where you get to get a small taste. You get a sample size of what shall be the bigger. So let me give you an example in that particular definition. The nation of Israel went into the promised land. And when the spies returned, it says that they brought with them fruit from the land. So they got to see the fruit. They may have tasted the fruit, but that was a small sample size of the whole that they were being given or granted to by God. So it was the small part representing to the whole is part of the guarantee that this is what I'm giving you. Just have faith or just be obedient to the steps required and you will obtain the whole, not just a small portion that you've just tasted of. So these are our first two definitions. A sign is something given at, uh, given or shown as a guarantee. And it's also a small part representing the whole. And of course that second definition may not always be the case. Now signs are events and moments. There's something happens or something shown to you that grabs your attention. So signs are events, moments, something that happens or something shown to you that grabs your attention. And it's usually something unusual, something odd, and it's not your norm. Now, if we look at the definition, if the Greek word of the word sign, it is de defined as a sign, a mark, or a token. And of course, a token can be something given to you that is a guarantee. Um, I'll give you my watch, and this is a guarantee that whatever, I'll come back with $4,000, then you give me my watch back and I'll give you the $4,000. It's the guarantee of my word. So, so a sign is a sign, a mark, or a token. Another definition is that by which a person or a thing is distinguished from others and is known. Our second definition is it's a sign, a prodigy, a portent, an unusual occurrence, transcending the common course of nature. So that coincides with the definition I already gave you. And so it deals with signs portending remarkable events soon to happen. And so that's another definition that we have, but it's not always the case where a sign is a guarantee that whatever's been promised is soon to occur, that something's coming up. And that may or may not be the case. I'll give you an example of that in a minute. 
Um, the last one definition we have, according to the Greek Strong's Concordance, is it's a miracle or wonders by which God authenticates the men sent by him or by which men prove that the cause they are pleading is God's. So a person prophesies and the signs are present to authenticate that this is God, this is his word, and he's going to do exactly what he's now speaking uh, regarding this situation. Now let's go back to signs portending remarkable events soon to happen. When you think of a highway, on the road there are signs, and the signs are indicators. They provide information. So one sign might tell you the highway you're on. You're on I-95. It also tells you, tell you the direction you're traveling, whether you're traveling north or you're traveling south. The sign will tell you how fast to drive, what's the speed limit. And then there are signs that will let you know what city you're in or when there is an exit that is approaching. And the closer you get, the more signs you see. So as you are getting close to your destination, you'll see a sign that will say exit in one mile, exit in half a mile, exit in a quarter mile, and then you see the sign for the exit. And of course, when you get near the exit, there's not just a sign for the exiting to get off the highway, but there's other signs that might include gas and food and hospitals and things of this nature. So signs are very important. As we talk about paths, you always hear me talk about paths of righteousness. How do I know I'm on the right path? How do I know the decision that I made is in alignment with God's will and intent and purpose for my life? There's always signs that accompany. The Lord speaks. And then after that, there are signs. And so what we're dealing with on today is the ability to recognize the signs, to distinguish the signs, and these are some of the ways to do it because they're odd moments. They're things that will grab your attention. They're things that are against the norm or against your norm, what's normal in your life. So let's go with our greatest example of signs and wonders. Um, the story of Moses, he sent the Pharaoh. So in Exodus chapter 10, verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart in the heart of his servants, that I might show these my signs before him. So in the story of Moses, these 10 plagues, those were signs. Now, this is what happens is we see the plagues, the water turns to blood, there's frogs, there's locusts, and we could go right through that list of the plagues. But signs reveal information. So with the water turning to blood, what was the information in the sign? It's not just an act from God. It's not just a miraculous demonstration, but there's something that the Lord is speaking in the event. So we understand that the, the mentality of the Egyptians, they had all these gods. And so there was a god of the Nile. It might have been Osiris, but God was speaking through this demonstration that he is greater than the God of the Nile River. And he turns 
their source of life into blood. So it didn't just turn red, it turned into blood. And so God has began to demonstrate, not just to Pharaoh and to Egypt, but as a demonstration of his power of being uh, the almighty God, the God greater than all these lesser gods. And he's demonstrating this to the entire world. How do we know? Because when the nation of Israel arrives in the promised land, they made them aware that we heard of your God. We know what your God did to the God of the Pharaohs, to the Egyptians. And they were terrified of the nation of Israel. And so it was a statement that God was making through these signs. What's the purpose of signs? The purpose is always determined by God. It's not our place to determine what the sign means. So you can't take the, the water turning into blood and say, well, I think it means no. God sent the sign. He knows the purpose of the sign. He knows what the sign means and what is saying. The purpose of the sign is always revealed by God. You cannot take the sign and say, this is what it means to me, or it might mean something else to you. God is the one that created the sign. And so we have to look to him for that revelation of what the sign means. So signs come to adjust and correct your thinking. This is why it's important that we know what the sign means and it has to be revealed. So you pray. I noticed this. This thing is odd. It caught my attention. A statement that was made to me or an event that occurred. I saw it. It caught my attention and grabbed my attention. Now, Lord, what does this mean? And it always comes to bring an adjustment and a correction to our thinking. And so uh, it might be an adjustment. So if you're driving down a highway and you see a sign and you're in the left lane and your exit is now coming up, the purpose of the sign is to make you aware that your destination is close. Well, then you have to make some adjustments. We now get into our right lane. We now begin to slow down as we're nearing uh, the exit to get off the exit. You cannot get off an exit at 75 miles per hour. You'll kill yourself. And so these things are important as we see the signs, understand the signs and begin to adjust ourselves to the things that the Lord is speaking. So in 1 Samuel chapter 10, we have the story of Samuel and Saul. And this story deals with some signs. And so we're going to look at this particular story, verses 1 through 7, um, to pick apart and have a better understanding of signs and wonders. It says, Then Samuel took a vial of oil, poured it upon Saul's head, kissed him, and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed you to be captain over his inheritance? Verse two, when thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulcher in the border of Benjamin at Zelza. And they will say unto thee, the donkeys with which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father hath left the care of the donkeys and sorrow after you, saying, what shall I do for my son? Verse three. Then shalt thou go on forward from thence. Thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet there or thee 
three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee and will give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines. And it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and tambourine and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. In verse 6, the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Verse 7, and let it be when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. Now, this story is incredible because Samuel outlines a series of events, a series of encounters, a series of uh, conversations. I mean, very detailed in the conversation that you will have on tomorrow, the number of men that you will encounter, the, the locations and places that you will run into them at. And he explains that these signs have a purpose. It's not whatever you think the sign means, but it's what the Lord is saying these signs will mean. What's interesting is at verse 7, Samuel explains what the signs mean. As I mentioned, it's not whatever you take it to mean. He's telling you that God said, let it be when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as an occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. Or another way to say it is, do what needs to be done. Take these signs and do what needs to be done because God is with you. God highlighted these particular events, series of events, because he's strengthening the mindset and thinking of Saul so that he knows God is with me. And this also tells me that there will come a point, a moment where, where Saul would now question, am I doing what God's called me to do? Is God's hand upon me? Is God's hand upon the things that I'm working on or set my hands to? Is God with me? And then we can go back to the signs and say, the prophet said, I'll run into someone that will give me word regarding my father. And the prophet said, I'll run into three men and one will carry a bottle of wine and one will have bread and the other one will have uh, uh, these, these kid goats. And then I'll run into a group of pro uh, prophets. And I've never prophesied before, but on that day, I prophesied before the Lord. And so there shouldn't be any question in this now decision to move forward. Is God with me? I think the signs says yes. Not just a prophetic word that says God is with you, but the signs that followed, they all pointed to what? To what God had already said, that he is with you to do the work that is now in your hands.
I remember as I was putting my book together for the, the, the book on divorce, here I am about a year and a half into research. I'm studying the subject. I'm f- discovering all this information. And I had begun writing because it was really my notes that I'm putting together. And I'm putting it together more or less in book form, but I'm finding information that's causing me to have to go back and rework some of my earlier chapters. And as I'm coming now to the end of my studies, I have a better understanding of the subject, but the book itself felt uh, disjointed. Um, It didn't feel complete. And I shouldn't say like a complete writing, but it felt like it was written in portions and it really was. And I kind of moved some portions around trying to figure out what's the best order uh, for the book to kind of flow. And there wasn't really a flow. And so as I'm reading through my information, I don't like what I'm now reading. The information itself was very valuable and good, but the book didn't flow. And so part of me wanted to restart over, like from the very beginning, scrap everything, take the information, start from the beginning. But the Lord kept pressing upon me. The importance of finishing, get it done, get it out, get it done, get it out. And I didn't like it. I didn't want my name on something that I felt wasn't my best work. And yet I ran into a friend of my mother's. Um, She owns a beauty salon. I dropped my daughter off to get her hair done. I'm explaining to her about some of the information um, in regards to this subject And she's saying to me, the book needs to come out. Just put it out. And then I'm talking to others about information. Hey, this is what I just learned. And I studied this out and this is what I'm learning. And they're saying the same thing. Just put it out. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not ready yet. And they're saying, just put it out. And then I have this experience as I started the podcast show. And I started the podcast show about a year before the book was complete as I'm just learning information and I'm putting it out there for other Christians and I'm contacted by a listener of the podcast show. This young woman was from Adelaide, South Australia. And she shared with me the experience that she was going through, how the podcast show was of help to her. I told her that I was in the process of putting the book together with information that I was sharing on the podcast show. And she said to me, You need to get this book out into the world. I told her I'm working on it. The book's not quite where I want it to be. And she said to me, take me contacting you from the other side of the world as a sign that this book needs to be released. Very interesting experience. And as I was putting together this particular sermon, my notes um, from a study that I've shared there at the church, this was the, one of the examples the Lord reminded me of as I was going through my experience and saying, hey, what signs, what uh, wonders have occurred in my life connected to certain things I've experienced? And he reminded me of this, a woman from a foreign country calling me to let me know to put the book out. I'm still not satisfied with the book. The book's out. There's some adjustments that need to be made. It was, we're going to make it edit, edition one. But I heard the Lord and I went on and I was obedient. It had nothing to do with me being satisfied and ready. But the Lord was saying that the time is now. What does the sign mean? It doesn't mean whatever you assign to it. 
It means what the Lord is speaking regarding the situation. Now, let's go back to one of the points that I've already raised regarding the guarantee of what the Lord has said is now close to coming to pass. And as I mentioned and gave the example of as you're getting close to the exit, there are a lot of signs now starting to pop up. If you've ever driven on the New Jersey Turnpike here in the East Coast, um, I don't like the New Jersey Turnpike. The exits are too far apart. You might have to drive 23 miles to get to the next exit. So if you miss your exit, you don't go a couple of miles and get off and turn around and come back. You're going to have to drive a ways. And so as you're getting closer to the exit, more signs pop up. So you could drive for a while and not see any signs. But as you're getting closer to the destination, more signs begin to come up. What I've noticed about God is God will speak a word and it could be anything. A word is, is a promise given by God regarding a situation or a matter. It's the re- revealing or the revelation of his thoughts, of his will, his desire and plan for that situation. And the Lord might have spoken several years ago, but as we get close to the timing of receiving the promise, I've learned that the Lord begins to speak more. These are the signs. So it might be a, another prophetic word saying the same thing or a physical event that transpires where I saw something very similar to what God has now promised me. These are these natural examples to show us a sample size of what is coming. So we talk about confirmation. Confirmation is signs and wonders. The Lord might be saying it over and over and over, but that's because we're getting close to getting off the exit to our place of destination. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And until next week, be blessed. You have been listening to Good Treasure Podcast Show with your Bible teacher, Darius Good. This was a Good Treasure Ministries production. Darius is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center and author of the books Unlocking Godly Wisdom, Fear of the Lord, David, Man of War, and the children's book series The Adventures of Rai Rai. To learn more about these books or to listen to other episodes of our podcast show, visit our website today at DariusGood.com. For more information regarding the church, visit the church's website at bgc.family. We pray that today's episode has brought revelation and enlightenment. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast show. And until next time, may God open unto you his good treasure. Be blessed.